0: Recorded live. Okay. Good evening. It is eight thirty-six, July eighth, twenty fifteen. This is Optima Femina. Yeah, calling to create a shoe regarding Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. That's why we're here. We're here on this earth to search Him out. This is our mission in life. uh, To find our Lord and Savior. To follow Him and to praise His name and proclaim His name. Jesus Christ is Lord. Okay. Uh, Lord King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Above all Lords of Heaven and Earth and everything in it. So, um, I guess what I want to say is that Jesus Christ is Lord, first of all, secondly, we are to proclaim the Word of God, Jesus Christ, and mostly we are to receive His body and blood in the Holy Eucharist, the body of Christ, which is in the body of Christ, is the word of Christ, which is the blood of Christ, which is Jesus Christ himself. Jesus Christ is Lord. We proclaim him. We receive him. And in this way, he gives us gifts and privileges through the sacraments of the Catholic Church. That's why I'm Catholic anyway. That's why I go to Catholic Church because I believe. I believe him when he talks to me in those red words in my in um, New American Standard Bible. Okay, so anyway, I don't expect everybody to believe it because so many people have agendas or they have their own ideas about the Pope and you know what he uh, is trying to do in today's world and you know he may be he may very well be saying things and doing things that oppose uh some of uh you know what uh the doctrine that the church holds the keys to the, the Catholic church bottom line is he's not acting as um infallible uh, with what he's saying right now, so he's, you know, he's he's uh, fallible. He can err when he says these things as pope. He's not. Uh, there's a term for it, a Latin term, and I don't recall it. I just heard it earlier tonight. So, anyway, we can reject uh, this without uh, having to leave the faith. We can believe it, or we don't have to believe it. But what you know, and what we really need to believe is in Jesus Christ. And we need to do God's will, we need to pray to the Lord uh, to give us, uh, uh, to show us what he wants us to do. And uh, today I went to a very good, good homily, great homily about, you know, not everybody is called to be a priest or a preacher. And I have to say at this point that I've seen so many on here. Or I've heard, I should say, uh, seen some on YouTube as well or some of these videos. But on in TalkShoe, I've heard many who claim to be pastors and preachers of this white national movement or, it's, I guess, Christian identity movement. Um, is it the um, Covenant People or something movement? Anyway, they claim to be Christians. Absolutely not. Um, people, anybody who is going to cuss like the way they do, <laughs> abuse other people verbally the way they do, uh, I would uh, think twice before joining their club as a Christian. Now, if you want to join it as a Satanist or, or something to that effect, then you know I think they're barking up more that type of tree. They may be good for if you good for if you are looking for Satan, but you're not going to find the Lord anywhere where where their preacher is cussing and um, demoralizing people the way um, Visser does, or Lindstedt, or Fink. All of these guys, they're horrific. You know, you go to a Catholic church or to a very well-organized church, you will not see uh, the priests or the pastors talking like that when they're um, conducting service for the Lord. You know, we are to praise the Lord. This is what He asks us to do. Proclaim His name. Go out and spread the good news, the gospel, His word. Proclaim me, believe in me, Jesus Christ. Believe in what I tell you. Get a Bible with the words in red and read his words to you. And they will start coming alive. And eventually uh, you'll be understanding what your mission is for the Lord. You know, this um, homily today was all about that... um, We're not all called to be priests and preachers, and I certainly am not called to be a priest or a preacher. You know, I'm a woman, first of all, so I can't be that. But what I can be is influential to my family and to, you know, my friends or people in my immediate vicinity. I can proclaim the Lord to everybody I meet every day. So when I go to the grocery store and someone sneezes, I can say, God bless you, Jesus loves you, Thank you, Jesus, when something good happens. I mean, there's Jesus Christ is Lord. Uh, You can say that to people. You can still do that in America. I don't know how much longer we're going to be able to do that, but the more we do that, the more his name gets out there. And that's all we, you know what? That is all we need to do. If everybody walked around saying Jesus Christ is Lord, Jesus Christ is Lord, you know what that does? It's actually a trigger. It's a mystery of faith. And when you put those words out there and they're floating around and people are hearing this, it's resonating in people's minds and in their hearts, it overrules anything that uh, Obama or some of these diabolical leaders are trying to say. Jesus Christ is Lord. He is above everybody of this world, every king and ruler of this world. Bow down to him. You start projecting his name and talking less about these other people who are trying to rule the world. And you will see uh, more influence of Christ in the world. It's a very simple concept. And he told us it's very simple. So what we need to do is get out there every day and proclaim his name. That is the first step. You know, it, it... we don't all have to be these great, brilliant people to get that concept. You know, he made a lot of these first apostles that followed him. They believed in him, so they had special gifts, like gifts of discernment, of understanding. Um, And so they weren't necessarily intellectuals or very well-spoken or anything like that, but they knew what they were supposed to be doing for him. And he made it very clear to them and it was very easy for them to understand it and that made it easy for them to do it because they loved him and they believed in him and they were passionate about what they were doing. They loved what they were doing, just like I love what I'm doing, proclaiming his name for his glory and for the conversion of souls eventually. Hopefully that is uh, what it leads to, to the conversion of souls because uh, if we convert the souls away from all the negative things that are going on in the world and toward Christ, which is a good and positive thing, the uh, influence of Christ will change the world. It'll turn sw- things back to the way where uh, Christ wants them, or the good, the the to uh, be good again. You know. Because I remember a time in my life when things were a lot better than they're looking today. So things have progressed over a period of time. The more Christ comes, is taken out of society, the worse society gets. And because I'm a lot older than some of these people on uh, CI and talk show, I'm seeing this, you know, in the world. And now I'm reflecting and thinking, gosh, I wish I would have if i was 21 and thought the way i thought today uh i would have been a different person i would have done so much more for christ and not you know and for society i i would have been out there proclaiming His name more. I would have been doing things to help bring people to Him more and I regret that now. So I hope a lot of you young ones who are listening someday, if you do ever hear this, um, don't regret the things you didn't do when you were young for Christ or, um, you know, I, I, I would hope that you would take the time at least to uh read his words in the uh the New Testament anyway and see if you can pull something from that and or draw something out of that that would guide you to start doing giving more time to the Lord now while you're still young because your world is going to be a lot different in 30 years and you're going to wish you had if you do come to Christ later in your life you're going to wish you would have done it sooner that's all I have to say especially if you have children and a family you're caring about later really important Um, so I guess that's about it you know nobody uh, comes into my call which is fine it's not really my call it's God's call (laughs) because I wouldn't do it. If I I wouldn't do it if I didn't think it would be for the benefit of people bringing people to Christ. That's all I care about. You know, my family, I work with them every day. I talk to them every day. They get uh my love and my support and and I get their love and their support. So I should be able to share some of that somehow and because I can't be out pounding the pavement doing it all the time because I am raising a family then uh, it's not that difficult for me to talk on the phone for 15 or 20 minutes about it into an empty shoe here. And maybe someday somebody will click on this and it'll trigger something and they'll come to Christ. So, you know, everybody can do it. Simple, simple, simple. Okay? Fishers of men is what it's called. And the apostles were very good at it. Jesus picked them, because he knew they would be good at it, okay? Um, They were chosen. All right, people. God bless you. Israel, the new Jerusalem, daughters of Zion. The daughters will prophesy. Read the book of Revelation. Read Matthew in the New Testament, okay? Luke, Mark, and John 2. Okay. Thanks. And, oh, yeah, don't forget Paul. Paul. I mean, most of the New Testament is Paul. You cannot leave Paul out of any of this. He was very influential. Influential. One of the strongest when it comes to converting people to Christ and teaching others how to do it as well. So you have to believe you know you really do, you have to believe in that sacred heart of Jesus, and you have to believe in it. I, I you have to believe in the virgin birth that is Mother Mary, to and what she means in what she meant then as the vessel to carry Christ and what she means now as the church uh, who holds and carries uh, Christ. So you really have to focus uh, on some study of Mary when you get uh more deeper into it you can look into that and see where she fits into the puzzle or the mosaic that's something beautiful somebody told me a priest that it's like a mosaic and you just keep putting the pieces together and it creates this beautiful picture in the end the picture that Christ has just for you it's your own little puzzle and you're putting it all together mosaic You know, I hope mine turns out to be like heaven, or maybe, um, I don't know, something beautiful. I know it will, because Jesus wouldn't have it any other way. Bye.